bacon bit. Hey, nice. Uh, last week, meaning yes. it premiered, uh, I believe, June 10th is when it came out mm-hmm. on HBO Max and in theaters. Uh, limited run on HBO Max is going to be taken away, I think, in July. Yeah, like yeah they usually go for a month. Or, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was one that neither Kent nor I had on our most anticipated list, and we were berated by Zach. <laughs> yep. Because <laughs> so it's awesome. Because Zach has been looking forward to In the Heights since he was a young boy in the D- in Dominican Republic. That's true. <laughs> best friends yeah, with Lin Manuel. Those are the best days, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you guys liked Hamilton, right? I mean, this is this is the precursor to Hamilton. And he, if you pay uh, attention, Hamilton is a ripoff of this. Well, he actually Lin Manuel Miranda wrote this while he was in college in like 1999. Really? Okay. Yeah. And then it was on Broadway. This was on Broadway, I think, 2005, I want to say. Uh, it started there. And I, 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 feel like you, I, feel like, I feel like your theater explaining to Zach. No, I'm actually, this is to, the, I'm not this talking to, to Zach. The, the listener. Come on. Yeah, it's the listener. Yeah. Um, I'm going to check him on that, though, because I'm pretty sure I'm right. I think so you this, are right. Did this win the best Tony for yeah, New 2005. Musical? Premiere, July 23rd, 2005. Broadway, 2008. Calm down, buddy. Hey, just because it's not on Broadway doesn't mean it's legitimate. Open Broadway run March 2008. All right. So we're both right. <laughs> we're both right. Hey, I don't know what to believe anymore. A lot. A anyway, Zach, boop. do you want to give the synopsis of In the Heights? Of course I do, Joel. I definitely have that pulled right up right here. I'm so prepared. <laughs> I, you can do it to get it pulled up. You can give the general synopsis. No, you know, you know the play. A film version of the Broadway musical in which Unsnavi... A snobby, a sympathetic New York bodega owner saves every penny every day as he imagines and sings about a better life. And really, this is a story about Washington Heights in New York. And it's a story about this, this town full of, of immigrated people, um, you know, Dominican Republic, uh, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, Cuba, the, and Mexico. these people who Mexico, these people who come together and they, you know, all these stories pass through. And so we have this bodega owner who makes coffee for everybody and sort of all the stories pass through him and all the stories pass through his place. Yes. Um, so, you know, you've got the salon ladies and then, you know, you've got the, the taxi radio dispatch guys. And again, all these stories of this block come together through this bodega Jenny's owner. there. And some, oh, and some love stories, Jenny, of cool. course. There's a couple and, oh, love stories. I should clarify, we're not going to get into spoilers here at the beginning. We nope. will give spoilers later on. We'll let you know when that happens. So even if you haven't seen the movie, you can still listen to this first part and enjoy it. And we'll give you our feelings and thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start with Zach. Yeah, Zach. Keep, yeah. keep, keep on going. This is one, one of your most anticipated ones. Have, have yes. you actually seen the play? Um, I have not. That I've premiered, seen... you know, in 2005? <laughs> and yeah, 2008 yeah. on and Broadway. Yeah. When it was legitimized. No, I uh, honestly, I never like saw the play. I've listened through it. Um, I've seen like all the clips because it was it was big in the Tonys that year. It did win the Tony for best musical that year. Um, so there were some some clips and things. And then I saw a good portion of a high school production that was filmed amazingly well uh, just to get a vibe. A high school um, production of In the Heights? Of was in it the in, the Heights. Heights, yeah. in the Heights Junior? 
in the, heights, yeah. I was like, in the, wow, in the mid is, heights, it was way too good a quality for what was going on. Was it the but full production or just a couple of musical it, numbers? It was the full thing. Yeah. I didn't uh, watch the whole thing. Cause I was like, ah, I feel weird watching a high school show because the movie's two hours and 23 minutes long. Ooh, and they it cut is. stuff out, please. But they also added stuff in. Yeah, they did a little bit, a little bit. but okay. I, as far as this movie goes, um, so you know, it, the originally it was Lynn Manuel Miranda playing the main character on Broadway. Um, and he now was, it's, he was Usnavi. Who he was Usnavi. Hmm. Yep. And then Chris Jackson, who is George Washington and Hamilton, he was Benny, the guy who works for the the dispatch oh, okay. unit. Um, okay. So yeah, it was those those guys. And so and they're also featured in in uh, like cameo roles in this movie. Yes. And this was directed by John M. Chu, who directed such hits as Step Up 3D, Step Up to the Streets, Come on. Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, G.I. Joe Retaliation, Gem and the Holograms, Now and? You See Me Too, Come on. and The Good One. Oh, The Good One. Well, that's Crazy obviously... Oh, you say good one. I like Crazy Rich Asians. What's but it's, it is the one that is his most successful movie. Yeah. yeah. He's done two Justin movie. Bieber movies, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Just point that out. So this is a movie musical. In, yes. in its truest form. This this is a, a movie musical. Very um, much like Hamilton, where the music yeah. doesn't stop. They sing almost the entire time. Uh, no, not as much as... It's not an no. operetta, though. There's still quite a bit of spoken word. It's mostly, it's mostly sung. Mm. I would say 80 to 85... 80 to 90% sung. I'm going to go 70% sung. Let me look here. Oh, it says 2005. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is a definite musical where, for example, they're walking down the street... Uh, you have a little bit of animation with singing and then they get to the community pool and everyone knows the same dance. So it and is CGI music- splashes. It's musical land. Yes. Yeah, CGI yeah. splashes for sure. Yeah. And what, what is interesting about this movie and, you know, going about like talking about it, what I really love is it's a very colorful world that they've created. And mm-hmm. as part of it, they do this interesting thing where there are people in the background throughout the entire movie and you see the vibrancy in the color and then you see the vibrancy in the people and they're, they're dancing to the music that's just playing on the radio. And then it does this weird thing where it transitions that into your classic musical. Everybody knows the choreography number. Yeah. I actually think it, it works in this universe. It doesn't come out of left field. Like, like, uh, you know, another day of sun in La La Land, right? That big thing happens, but really that's the only, like huge number in that show. I love it. I love it. So oh, it's awesome. It's fantastic. But you know, if, if that was in the middle of the movie, it wouldn't have made any sense. Right. Um, but this, so there are moments like that scattered throughout. Um, and it, it's in this fantastical way that I think serves the movie and the storytelling very well. Okay. So, so it sounds like you're one over. So give us your thoughts and review. Um, as far as the movie goes, uh, this movie, I think, really rests on the shoulders of the lead, Usnavi, and Anthony Ramos, I think, crushes it. He won me over at every turn. And he's the one who played um, Hamilton's son. I played in, Hamilton's son. Yeah. Yes. Well, I can't remember his name. Yeah, but he, yeah, he plays a couple characters in there. Yes, and he, uh, he also has played the role before. Um, he, at the Kennedy Center, he played the lead role in a, in a sort of concert version I th- I think Anthony Ramos totally crushes this role, and I'm not alone. Lynn Manuel Miranda took to Twitter recently. Um, he actually wrote this thread uh, in 2008. Uh, two thousand sorry, 2018. Sorry, Joel. 2005. <laughs> no, you're yeah. just obsessed with 2008. <laughs> yes, it's true. So he says, imagine you buy a pair of tap shoes. They're snug, and you've never taken lessons, but you love them. You love the music you make in them. Your your tap phase ends. You put the shoes in a box in the attic, and you grow up. You have a family, and years pass. 
One day, you hear tapping coming from a nearby room. Your kid has found the tap shoes, and he soars. Oh, the music he makes. The fit is not snug, but it's perfect. And something inside of you shifts, and you realize, oh, that's why you got the shoes. That's why you saved them. Anyway, that's the closest I can get to how it feels watching Anthony Ramos play Usnavi. That's nice. Yeah. That's, he's almost like, like he's giving good publicity to someone that's in his production. Because right, honestly, yeah. would, he, would he say anything negative? Like, ah. But no, I get it. Like, there's no character that I like totally dislike. Although um, he, the girls in it, particularly, there's a character, Nina, um, who is supposed to go off to college at Stanford and mm-hmm. then it wants to drop out. I don't like her character, but the actress does fine. Okay. Um, but I th- the fantastical elements, I think, were just... Just great, and I love them. Though the show is really long, it is very long. So, what grade are you giving it? I don't know. I'm I really enjoyed it, but I think I'm in B plus territory right now. Okay, that's fair. Since when do you do letter grades? Yeah, that's that's good. I'm loving it. Oh my god, disgust me like that. Why would you do that? <laughs> Keep Dang, it going. Why did I do that? No, that what would that convert that to? Uh, I think I've been reading your articles at showtimeshowdown.com. Like yeah, I probably give this like an eight eight point five. Okay. Um, I think it's really really good. I will definitely watch it again. Though, wait, you do points. Time. You do points in your 10 score system? I'm not in the room. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. I'll oh, find eight. I'll give it an eight. Okay. So I'm going to jump right off of there because okay. you said fantastical elements. There's really only one scene other than the standard show tune thing where you get kind of a glimpse of some sort of fantasy, right? Because otherwise it's the just... The Spider-Man scene? Yes. Yeah. It's just displaying... The Batman scene, as I called it. Yeah. It's just displaying... <laughs> the co- Yeah. Adam right, Batman. Like the colorful streets... And just the liveliness in the heights, basically. But to me, it was all very samey. Most of the songs were, and I'm saying this from a naive point of view, not memorable enough at all. There were there were maybe two or three that I'm like, oh, that that could that could be a nice little bop Sing right there. In the heights, or wait, ninety six thousand dollars. Wish I had ninety six thousand dollars. <laughs> Zach, was that correct? Ninety six thousand. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't no, find the music particularly memorable either. And that's the problem with this is you watch Hamilton and granted it's a stage play when you're watching that okay. uh, particular okay. production. Name a Hamilton song. Like, like I could sing them song. for you. Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. My name is I'm Alexander not throwing Hamilton. Away my shot. You've listened to it how many times? Oh, no, no. You need to listen to Hamilton one time and you want to listen again. If I heard the soundtrack of this, I'd be like, oh, that sounds nice. Hamilton's, the first, end. Hamilton's first four or five tracks are legitimate bangers. bangers. They're great. Yes. My shot, you'll be back, whatever. But that pretty much everything after you'll be back falls into the same idea. Mm. Uh, non, non-stop. Man, non-stop. That's, Get yeah, out. Okay. Satisfied. And $96,000. It's not that one. That's <laughs> not, that's so, not it. And the I, problem I just think is, a lot of Hamilton falls into the same same thing. Of, it's 2005. <laughs> Isn't that, what, isn't that the song from Hamilton? How does a bodega owner who's trying to give free coffee to his girlfriend? Ninety six. Don't ever try to rap again. <laughs> you can definitely tell this is the precursor to that. Yeah, this and is. And if you are I, very familiar with Hamilton, you will know. Like you'll see the DNA of Hamilton right. all over In the Heights. It, it's I totally agree. still in my review. Okay, okay. If so people li- knew In the Heights better, they would say that Hamilton is derivative. Lyrically, this is good. Musically, not. It's not good. Like, it sounds nice, but with the same environments, 
there are only a few scenes that really stand out to me. Like, for example, when there was the blackout and they're all super hot and they're dancing in, in the alley. Yeah, hot and temperature wise. Hot and temperature yeah. wise in some other ways. And it's it's a fun number. There are fun numbers here. But then I was like, oh, what? How did that song go? I don't even remember the title one really other than just the, like the main verse right there. And so the problem is there's not enough fantastical elements to really draw you in for two hours and 23 minutes. This movie is really nice and it's fun to watch but it does require probably two sittings uh, and there's so much that they could have cut out and we can get into that with the spoiler section but zach i agree with you anthony ramos killed it and this movie yeah. rests on his shoulders uh, awesome. i also thought Corey hawkins was amazing as well Is he the kid? and no no Corey oh, hawkins oh, no, uh, he's plays benny. benny yeah yeah he's awesome so, he's really good and they're both great jimmy smith's as well Jim, huge yeah. surprise for me really fun and he plays nina's father and i liked his character a lot more there's a lot more depth there than with nina i agree with you i thought there was there were some characters that were extremely shallow some plots that they didn't really dare to go into or i'm not sure how the, the play goes but i am just kind of slightly above average on this one really uh visually cool musically fun but it doesn't draw me in i, I wouldn't want to watch it again so i'm giving this one a c plus okay okay I, I, you know, going off of that, Nina is the Eliza of the show where I'm like, eh. yeah, yeah, I agree. Eliza. Um, so I was excited to see in the Heights because I, I do enjoy Hamilton a great deal. I think it was one of my highest rated movies I watched last year. I called it that. Yes. Um, well, I've I mean, never, I've, I've never seen the production on stage. I'm a fan of Moana too. I love the uh, mm-hmm. Lynn Manuel Miranda's. He's crazy talented. He's also a huge Weird Al fan, which makes me like him a lot. Yeah. Um, but like, like exactly like Zach said, this, it's kind of obvious that this musical came before Hamilton. Mm-hmm. This feels like the rough draft of what hamilton would become yeah it feels like a jv team you know what i mean it's not like this is a bad musical but it's just like he's getting the kinks worked out he's shaking the rust off he's figuring out where parts go and how things work and and lyrics and songs because the songs are enjoyable in the moment yes but they're out of my head as soon as they were over i i cannot remember a single song i got one for you ninety six thousand dollars that's everyone's gonna remember now yeah which i'd love to get that (laughs) Uh, and I do feel like the songs went on a little long. Like it almost, they, they bled into each other in a way that I had a hard time sometimes distinguishing when one ended and one began. Or I was like, wow, they're still going with this song. Okay. Um, and I, I felt like the story lacked tension. I felt like there because was Because there was not, no villain? Well, not even there was no villain, but like, cause you don't always need a villain. Sure. I mean, an antagonist, sure. Or something, you know, it's self versus self or self, man versus nature, whatever you want to call it. But this one just felt like, you know what? They were kind of good in the situation they were in. And if they want to get out of that situation, they'll be good too. Either way, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like there was no like, I need to get out of this because my situation is terrible. It's like, hey, I got a great community here and it's fine if I stay. It's fine if I go. No big deal. Yeah, that's true. And so I just didn't feel that dramatic tension. And I'm, I'm glad that Limo Miranda finally got his first musical on stage. You know, the one that came out in 2005. And <laughs> I... Oh, oh, one other thing that threw me out, by the yeah. way. And this isn't a spoiler either. But uh, one of the characters in there is played by Stephanie Beatriz, who is Rosa. That's what she is. Rosa in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah, in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah. Who's this... Carla um, in the movie. She's emotionless and like this very tough, emotionless woman in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And then in this one, she's like this flamboyant hairdresser. And every time I saw her, it pulled me out of the movie because I was, I'm was i a big fan of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So seeing her in this different perky role was so bizarre yeah. for me. It kept pulling hmm. me out. Uh, that's neither here nor there on the rating, but just that was one thing that kept pulling me out. And in the end, I kind of went, yeah, 
it's fine. So I'm giving this, like you say, a little above average. I'm giving this straight down the middle of mm-hmm. a, uh, it's, th- it's three stars. It's, yeah. a, it's an average movie. I, I don't know if I'll watch it again. And uh, I, did, I did watch it with, watch, my kids said, you, should we see it? And I was watching it through and I'm like, there's a couple S words in there, a couple there, references. Yeah, there are some, um, there's some suggestive content and, and some language. For yeah, sure. but nothing I, I, le- less language than Hamilton. I watched it with my kids because they've seen Hamilton. Oh, okay. And what do they think? Well, they my oldest loves musicals. At that point, she's now a theater kid. Mm-hmm. Thank you nice. very much, Zach. Nice. Right. So she liked it, but kind of when it ended, she's like, "Oh, that was nice. Can we listen to Hamilton again?" <laughs> sort of thing. They actually didn't notice any of the um, allusions to naughty stuff, but they heard every swear word. And yeah. they said, Dad, there were a lot of swear words in that movie. I was like, yeah. Well, we usually have Sorry. subtitles on, but I was like, I bet if I turn the subtitles off, my kids would miss a lot of what's happening yeah. here. Um, not that there was, like, really, it was just, I, th- I honestly think it was, like, maybe 10 to 15 S words mm-hmm. throughout the play. Yeah. Uh, throughout a two-hour and 30-minute play. I don't remember much else. But anyway, so that's my review. It's good. It was average. All right. So we got our reviews there. Yep. That leads us I'm, to... I'm biased. I gave it a higher score. Fine. 96,000 spoilers. <laughs> 96,000 spoilers. You take one down. You pass it. I don't remember the song. Piragua. That's a fun one. We're going to spoil In the Heights, which is... There's not, not much too to much there's to really spoil. There's really only one big thing to spoil. Two, two big two, things to spoil. Two big things. Well, two? Um, and one of them I want to talk about. Well, just, ma, it's ab- kind of bothered me. Abuela? Which one? Mama Coco? Not, Mama not Abuela. Coco? <laughs> uh, abuela was the only part. Okay, so there's a, a character can, in there. She's she's called Abuela, which is Spanish for grandmother, and she's kind of the grandmother of this uh, community, this Badro. Yes, and uh, she passes away. And I honestly, that was the only part where I almost got emotional. Oh, I cried. You did? Oh, I yeah. didn't. Oh, and I I that thing is, I cried the drop of a hat. You guys know this. I knew it was Hamilton. Coming I, I cried. cried. And I saw, I say, I saw it coming, and she passed away, and it was this beautiful number she got to have. But I also went, wow, this was going a little long. That was the La La Land number, by the way. Oh yeah, because it was kind of her fantasy going up to yeah, the tunnel it, of lights. Yeah, yeah, no, that, like, that, it was nice. The, the Havana train thing. Mm-hmm. But it was actually at that moment when I realized I'm not emotionally connecting because I didn't cry. I kind of went, oh, that's that's nice that she gets to do this number, and mm-hmm. it's a nice little send off to that character. But it was not a person to me. It was a character. I was emotionally invested when Usnavi was being a US jerk. Navy? In the, yeah, when he was being a jerk in the club. Uh, when, yeah, when he ah. wasn't paying attention to his date. Uh, I was like, oh, she shouldn't like you. She shouldn't want to date you at all. I felt like that fight was forced, honestly. I was like, why are they fighting? They both like each other. Well, it's his awkwardness that turned into uh, like appeasement that turned into him just being apathetic, I think. Kent understands so you, he's been in the same situation. I, am, I am that way. That is my routine. <laughs> <laughs> and you saw the, the error of your ways. Yes, exactly. Fine. You can dance with her. Okay, whatever. No, yeah. it's fine. Yeah, go. I don't care. Yeah. So at that point, I was kind of emotionally invested because I was like, yeah, he's our protagonist and he's so darn likable. But at that point, I'm like, yeah, he's super flawed. Like he doesn't actually know how to have personal relationships. There is an arc here. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't know how to have these relationships. All he has is a goal to move back home. Right. That yeah. is that is the Back point. Of the, the, Republic. the thing that bugged me this whole time is, is, is it he's raising the money? He seems relatively well off. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to buy this property mm-hmm. in the Dominican yeah. Republic. And yeah. I guess I, I have no problem. I'm shutting down my shop. I'm, he doesn't seem to want for anything other than to travel. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it felt like there's no dramatic tension of like, he's yeah. like, oh, should I stay or should I go? And I'm like, man, either way, you're good. Yeah. And it felt like almost everyone well, in the in the neighborhood was that way. It's I, like I, I basically called this uh, people hanging out. Yeah, like this is a musical of people hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Which 
as a Broadway show, I, for whatever reason, I think that works better. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a single, basically a single location on the stage. It's very easy for a play to yeah, do. Like, I don't know if you need this, the arc in the same way that you need in a movie. Okay. But I do feel like, and this is a spoiler, like we said, we're spoiling this thing. I felt like the movie lied to me. Oh, because it, because it became How I Met Your Mother? Kind of, but not really. It's like the whole time you see him telling the story to the kids on this beautiful beach, presumably in the Dominican Republic, and come to find out, no, it's just a, like, it is a beach. They filmed it at a beach. Yeah. And at the end, it's like, nope, it's just a mural they painted uh, in the bodega. Cinematically clever. I like that. No, that was, that was a lie to me. No, but that's fine, because why would the movie want to ruin its ending for you? Because the whole time you're like, well, obviously he makes it to the beach, right? But does he choose that? No, he chooses to stay in the heights. And I like that. And I didn't. I, didn't. I thought he should have gone to the Dominican Republic. You really should have? Just I think, because I think it's his dream. Yeah, his, it's, yeah. Like, it's like it's his dad. He wanted to start it. It would have been successful. He would have been fine and happy down there. And then the girl uh, who's what's her name? Vanessa. Uh, not Nina. Vanessa. Yeah. She could have gone too. she can do fashion down in the Dominican Republic. Zach, where do you stand on the end? I like it. I thought the framing device was weird because in the Broadway show, mm-hmm. Usnavi no is talking to the audience. Oh, okay. And so yeah. now the, that this is an added element in the show where he's talking to his kids. And so the fact that it did turn into how I met your mother. Um, yeah. Was, talking to the kids was kind of annoying. It was like, okay, what I, dad? What yeah. dad? I was like, oh, dad. Because yeah. that was, you know, that was all new and created for this. Well, and I can't and I don't, see kids I don't being love that, that as a framing device. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, that, that did annoy me because I was like, he should have been able to go down there and he wanted to go home even just to visit. And then maybe he gets down there and is like, no, I want to go back. But there was no reason to stay. There was no reason to go. Like even the, the Vanessa, the girl, uh, his girlfriend, not girlfriend, the girl he's interested in, shall mm-hmm. we say, she, sort of. she also could have gone or could have stayed and it wouldn't have mattered. Oh, the yeah. Stanford? No, no, that's Nina. Nina. Oh, by the way, Nina... Nina comes back from Stanford in the movie because she had a couple of bad experiences where people made assumptions, stereotypes based mm-hmm. on her race. Yeah. That's not what it is in the play. No. In the play, her grades fell because she was working two jobs to try to scrimp and save yeah. to get pay for college. And I like that story better because... Well, it makes sense considering her dad's plight. Yeah. With yeah. finances. Yeah. And so she's, she's doing her best to pay for it. And it just bothered me that, that it was the dad in me where she was just like... Uh, I had a hard, I had a couple hard experiences, so I'm not going to go back, back to school. And I was just like, what the heck? No, you got to finish what you started. So I didn't really grasp what happened. I mean, I, I can understand. There just didn't seem to be a lot of finality between Nina and Benny mm-hmm. uh, because uh, her dad sold his business officially, right? Yeah. To get her home. to go back to school. Yeah. They made amends. So she went back. So Benny lost and his then, job. Yeah. And so. Are, is Benny just saying, hey, I'll see you in a couple of years? Let's yeah. dance on the yeah. I'll see you next summer. I think so. They're going long distance. They're like, well, we have the rest of the summer, and then you're going to go off to California, and then I'm going to try and get out there, too. I think okay. That's what he uh, he implies in the song. Mm. Yeah. I I guess I want a little more closure, because I did like them as a couple. That's because that's for the once sequel. Again, once again, Yo, if, still if, they, in the if they stayed together or if they broke apart, that's fine. No, yeah, it's no, fine. No, it's all, it's all going to be okay. Yeah. And, and that's the thing is I just didn't feel that. Uh, uh, this is a slice of life show though. It's not, yes. it's not meant to be the beginning and the end of the something great. It's just a slice of life. This is, Oh, I'm going to use video game terms. And that's uh, not a yeah, good thing. Not a good thing. Right. <laughs> uh, this is open world, uh, multi, multi MMORPG. MMO, yeah. Just basically you go in there, you, you, you play a game of Fortnite. You kind of meet everybody else. You have a good time. There's no real 
mm-hmm. story arc going on. It felt like to me. Yeah. As opposed to a movie where there is some sort of dramatic thing building up and then stuff happens. So, yeah, I, I did think that makes sense. The choreography bothered me, too. And not because it's bad choreography, but because there was so much going on and the camera kept cutting away from it. No. Like, it was like, I'm watching the background. I'm like, oh, that's cool how they're, whoa, nope. And now I'm getting a close-up of this person over here. I wanted to see kind of everyone moving in sync. I felt like it was um, beautiful chaos or or chaotic beautiful because I wanted to see more what was going on. I wanted to be able to choose where I looked when the choreography was happening, Mm -hmm. but the camera kept shifting my view and it bothered me. I loved the choreography. I can understand where you're saying that you wanted it to hold longer. I I thought the choreography and the camera movement was pretty solid, but... I, I agree. I would have. I would have liked to be able to appreciate it more because I do think the choreography was fantastic. It's what do you think of the, the hand, the hand-drawn animation that would occasionally? Oh, pop I thought it was up. super fun. I think. I think this universe earned it. It's colorful, and it is colorful. And, yes. and I think I, I don't. I didn't feel out of place. Yeah. Um, so I was. I was totally fine with it. I thought it was super fun. Like the random like chalk lines mm-hmm. coming off of people when they were going to the to the uh, pool. I thought that was super fun. I feel I feel like this is a tough movie because it feels like a background feel good musical movie, right? Because the music is so passable yeah. mm-hmm. and it's nice, but at the same time you're almost required to watch what's happening on screen even though there's not much story, but there it is so vibrant. Yeah. Uh, but then again, I don't know. Maybe super fans could watch this in the background and everything, but for people like Joel and myself who are not as into yeah. this uh, Joel, yeah, you like musicals quite a bit, I do, but I do. Uh, it's like a one-time watch. It feels this could be a, if you'll pardon me, saying a Costco sample television program when they're trying to sample their oh. TVs, they put this on there. Yeah, honestly, it's beautiful. I, I'm sure yeah. this it's will beautiful. Play it's fun to watch. Uh, in, oh yeah, you know, at Best Buy and stuff. One more plot point I want to point out here. I just okay. I, I looked at my notes here. Okay, the uh, shaved ice guy versus the ice cream guy. It's just mm-hmm. cute. It's adorable. That bothered me. No, I was like, I was like, you can both. You can both exist, man. Chill out. Because he's, you know, shave ice guy. But I was like, it's ice cream and shave ice. People can want both. You can work different parts of the street. Why you got to sabotage this guy's living and and lock him in his own truck? Was that added for the yeah, movie? It's because uh, it's Chris Jackson. It's the order was switched. Of uh, There was, you know, stuff that happened kind of like there's a there's a post credit sequence that actually happened earlier in the I, movie. I was hoping during the blackout when everyone and obviously it's kind of hard to run a snow cone machine when there's no power. But I was hoping that he would have got so much business from everyone needing to stay cool. Uh, that would have been the end of that arc. But it just kind of went nowhere. It's fine. Yeah. And yeah. Thing is it's a little comedic relief in there, mm-hmm. uh, which I found out Piragua because I was like, Piragua, what is that? Shave ice. It doesn't. It mean it's basically a mix of pyramid and water. So it's water pyramid. Okay, but it's. Seriously? I think that's the name for shave Come ice on. or snow cones. <laughs> yeah. So, Zach, in summary, yeah, you weren't let down. No, you were very pleased no. with how this went. No, no, this I, I thought it went well. I I like the show for what it is. It's part West Side Story without the stakes. It's part Fiddler on the Roof. It's part Rent but not as heavy or dramatic as any one of those. It's fun. It's a fun watch. I, I am a fan. I am biased. I do wish it was 25, 30 minutes shorter, though. Agreed. I'd be happy to go see this on stage. I was yeah. actually surprised. I've, yeah, yeah. I was surprised that they had some of those songs go so long. There's a song that Nina sings when she gets into town, and I was like, wow, that's the full song. I feel like they should have cut that shorter. Yeah, because so, it's a different experience. Going to see a play, it's three hours. Yeah. You don't Fine, care. Sure. And you get a break in between. And I, like, yeah. I, I watched it on HBO Max. I guess I should say that. Did we all, we didn't go to the theaters for this. No, right. I, watched right. HBO Max. I watched it on HBO Max. So I had the ability to press pause. Guess when I press pause, guys? 
right at as Abuela was dying. Oh. She literally <laughs> sat down and then I paused it and then finished it the next day. And that was a terrible, terrible time to stop it. You're all <laughs> speaking of need and rest. Yeah. I was like <laughs> tired. I'll stop here because I knew what was going to happen. And I was Don't already lay down, crying. Zach. Don't lay down, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hot. Your AC is not working. Oh. All right. Well, sounds good. I mean, yeah, I, I like I'm generally positive. I just don't think the there's as much uh, artistic ability behind. No, that's movie. the first time I watched Hamilton. There was a wow factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This one, there was a oh factor. Yes. Kind of like, that was nice. Well that's said. Fine. So there you go. There's our review of In the Heights. Let us know on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter or BaconCell.com uh, what you thought of this, because we would like to hear from you. You know what I like dresses to smell like paint. What? <laughs> oh, because <laughs> the ending when he's painting the mural yeah, the same yeah. room as the fashion design. Yeah. yeah, that she got that she got out of a dumpster. Okay, hey, can, I get get your, can I get your drop cloths? Because I really would like my my power suit to smell like paint. Because <laughs> there's no way that would fly if you move down the Dominican Republic. <laughs> anyway, all right, let us know. Wish I had $96,000.